0: A new technology could be changing the way we book campgrounds, and it's coming sooner than you think. Plus, last week we talked about our ideas for the Jason and Abby campground. Now we're going to talk about your ideas for your campground. All that and a whole lot more on this episode of the RV Miles Podcast. RV Miles is sponsored by LL Bean, dedicated to helping you experience all the benefits of time outside and stay more comfortable while you're out there. From soft and breathable activewear designed to do it all, to just-right layers perfect for changing weather, to sunsmart clothing that blocks the sun's harmful rays, every LL Bean product is made with comfortable time outside in mind. Visit llbean.com to shop now. LL Bean, be an outsider. Welcome to episode 188 of RV Miles. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, are crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. A
0: whole lot of fun on the show this week. We have our friend, friend of the show, Mark Kep, who is a a campground expert of sorts, and he runs campgroundviews.com, which is a great website where you can go actually find photos and all kinds of new ways of looking at campsites, like 360-degree videos, like the Google Street View stuff. He's got some new technology rolling out very soon, and he's going to talk about it with us a little bit later. Plus, he's going to give us some of his thoughts on what this year is going to look like for campers and what he's hearing from campground owners about their their booking situation at the moment right now and I'll, I'll just just a little preview they're real booked up oh. <laughs> so we'll have that interview a little bit later on the show but first on last week's episode we talked about our ideas for what we thought would make a great campground and we we were talking about a specific type of campground really something to, that we don't see a lot of a, a place to really sit down cheaply and tour an area Anyway, you folks gave us your ideas for campgrounds on the, in the YouTube comments and on Facebook, and we wanted to read through a few of our our favorites here today.
1: We sure did. Are you reading or am I reading? I, well, do I, you want I, me to do d- the dramatic I reading? Know, I don't know. Or d- have you warmed up vocally for this?
0: It, what's funny is most of these are like, yeah, duh. Like I mean, <laughs> like and, and <laughs> yeah. not not like these people are are like are are dumb for coming up with these ideas. It's like, but but like why don't campgrounds do this stuff
1: (laughs) yeah nobody's looking to reinvent the wheel we're actually looking to piece all the best parts of the different wheels into one wheel
0: let's start off with deb here. deb says reliable internet and phone reception which i think we all definitely want really good internet when we visit a campground the problem is that most of the campgrounds just can't put up the money or won't put up the money to to really do it right if you think about it like The amount of people in a campground, if every single RV has home quality Wi-Fi... That would cost a heck of a lot of money, right? We're all just so, trying
1: to watch Bridgerton, okay? Like I mean, <laughs> that's literally all that's happening.
0: <laughs> but I, you know, I think I think the biggest thing is when when they say they have Wi Fi, it's hard for campgrounds because they have to say they have Wi Fi, otherwise people don't come. So they put up Wi Fi, and yeah. then it's not very good, and then you come and then you complain about it, and and I I get all the different problems with it. Hopefully, in the next couple of years, internet will get a lot better, and will it'll help to begin solve some of those problems
1: you know i want to touch on her phone reception part though because that's i think that's the biggest point because here we are at a campground we're only 15 miles outside of montgomery alabama and we have awful service both verizon and at&t are just barely getting it done and in fact they're not getting it done in the way that we need them to so often we have to drive five ten miles outside in order to get the service, we need to upload the podcasts or upload the videos.
0: But what are you going to do? Call the phone company and say, hey, b- build me another I, I tower nearby. I
1: right. It. I just, I, you know, I think that something like that, those are two very different conversations but, but, to me, though. You can't lump yeah. campground Wi-Fi in with cell reception. Like, But you it just is
0: can't. The, 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 the bottom line is and we got this similar comment from a lot of people is that that's just what people are looking for when they book a yeah. campground they want to know and we do that too we go on we go oh, on Campendium yeah. and we make sure that the oh, yeah. internet's going to be decent you want to have good cell reception and in lieu of good cell reception i think this is the real big deal like if your campground is in a spot where cell reception is terrible well, then you really do need to spend the money on a really good Wi-Fi system. Yeah,
1: because one of the things I noticed for the first time ever when having this discussion is how many people are now saying, this is a work situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the tides are turning. More and more people are able to work now from the road. So it's not about, I just want to watch, you know, WandaVision or Bridgerton or any whatever's the hottest new thing streaming. Everybody is needing this in order to make a living. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting how this all plays out over the next years. But anyway, Deb also mentioned
0: on. uh great hiking and biking trails. Yes. With spurs that lead from the campground. A lot of people yeah, that want was another even one. at a private campground. They would love to have a hiking trail or two. It doesn't doesn't need to be, you know, a a big like national park mm-hmm. quality hiking trail, but Something to give you the little bit of exercise in nature.
1: Right. I mean, I have been walking this campground loop just to get a walk in every day. Like I try to get thirty minutes out and about every single day. And I have a very specific pattern now that I just walk in the road.
0: Sam mentions a heated and air conditioned bathhouse. And it's that seems that's one of those things. It's like (laughs) duh. Like I mean but but yeah. I mean the number of campgrounds that don't have HVAC in the bathhouses.
2: Yeah. You
1: don't think about it until you really, really, really wish you had when
0: it. A really, really cold bathhouse is terrible. A really, really hot yes. bathhouse might be worse.
1: <laughs> no, I, you know, I would say if I had to pick the two, I could only have one or the other. I would have a heated bathhouse any day over an air conditioned one.
0: Firewood and ice for sale on site, mm-hmm. Sam says, and level shaded sites. Level sites are you're halfway there yeah. if your sites are a decent size and level.
1: Yeah, I mean, we are you know, this campground we're at right now, we all the sites are so fantastic. They're long, they're big, they're concrete, they're level, and for the most part, a giant chunk of them are shaded, yeah. which is fantastic.
0: A bomb adventure says, Well thought out campsites that are large enough to give each camper plenty of room and not be on top of your neighbor, and angled enough to be easy for anyone to back in. Bushes that hide the sewer connection and the connection points at a convenient location. In fact, at least two connections to accommodate any RV would be great. Good, reliable Wi-Fi because some of us do work on the road. Fire rings and charcoal grills with ash buckets at each site. Concrete pads that give you plenty of outdoor living space. Not just big enough for the camper itself to sit on.
1: This was this was a really thought out, very specific request comment, which is why I added it. I also think there's a little bit of a pipe dream in there, in the wanting double sewer hookups. I mean, that I thought, wow, I've n- I've never heard anyone say they want a double sewer hookup. You know what? You know what? But I've seen it. <laughs> but I, I could see it. We've, I don't.
0: No, we've been to a really? couple campgrounds that Where? have had them. They had a sewer connection all the way at the back and one closer to the front. And it wasn't like Where? a clean-out or something. It had them, I don't remember. Oh, my goodness. But it had them this, like that at every single site.
1: This had to have been bus days yeah. because I paid it was. I paid zero attention yeah. to sewer hookups. I didn't pay
0: a lot of attention to sewer hookups. As a matter of fact, we were in this campground uh, a couple years ago in our bus, and I forgot that this yeah. campground even had sewer <laughs> because we didn't have sewer in the bus.
1: I did, too. I thought we had stayed in the non-sewer section. And then when we pulled in, I was like, oh, we stayed in a section with sewer.
0: <laughs> L.J. Kelly, Texas Citizen says, <laughs> I love Texans, like I... to know, Tex- Texans like you to know where they're from.
1: <laughs> I love some of these YouTube <laughs> names. I really do love what people come up with.
0: Large sites with landscaping and several dog areas, not just one or two. Designated play areas, fishing dock, paddle boats, swimming pool, trees, picnic tables and fire pits and a small amphitheater for live performances. Yes, everybody's liking that idea, Abby. Yes, everybody's really liking it.
1: I listen. I just I feel really strongly about the fact that the arts and camping need to smash oh. together. I think the two of them can just so harmoniously fit.
0: There's like a, a like a folk jam session happening here is. over at a at oh, the pavilion. Yes,
1: which <laughs> yes, over at the Yeet Pavilion. <laughs> yes. As it's
0: we a geek graffiti in there,
1: as we lovingly nicknamed it. I want to say though, and I'm going to give this to L.J. Kelly. This was before our episode came out, so there's clearly, besides us, you know, geeky theater people, there's people thinking about this.
0: Yeah, yeah, in several dog areas, a lot. Of, I think that's a really great thing. What, what I noticed that when we were at uh, Verde Ranch, the Verde Ranch. RV Resort. Yeah, get it right. Not Verde. Verde. Yeah, get it right. Verde the Verde. <laughs> Verde Camp, the Verde. Camp, Camp Verde, Arizona. Yes. They don't say Verde. No. Even though it means it's, green.
1: It's Verde the birdie. Verde. That's how we remember it.
0: Uh, Verdi Ranch RV Resort in Camp Verde, Arizona <laughs> has, uh, has several... Dog walking areas. It's not like dog parks, but you know, places for people to walk their oh, dogs yeah. for the dogs to go. Yeah.
1: And I they've got, that. you know,
0: the little stands with the doggy bags on them, so they're there so people don't forget and all that sort Even of stuff. Even little
1: benches where yeah. you could sit down. It's just a little patch yeah. of grass. And it was usually at the end of rows, especially up in the upper section. It was just at the end of the rows. I love that idea. And I think the same for me a little bit with playgrounds. I mean, obviously the RV Miles Campground is not going to have playgrounds. But if it did, I would want to have several, you know, I mean, because again, like, I mean, you know, it might have
0: playgrounds, it might not. But, you know, my, my idea, my idea, you already
1: said it was too expensive for insurance and you were cutting it from the budget. I was. So you're denying children.
0: My whole whole point was, was an affordable traveler's campground that has a little bit of fun, but isn't like a place where you're going to resort for the weekend. It's a place to explore somewhere affordably that was my whole idea
1: yes so children sorry if you cry when you if you cry when you get to this campground (laughs) you can blame jason Uh,
0: another person named lj i assume this being a different person it
1: has to be site
0: size and privacy we we are mostly state park campers here in pennsylvania and we love the parks for that reason plus the reasonable rates we like to get out in the woods and live outside with our friends and family Plenty of opportunities for activities are there, too. Hiking, fishing, swimming, etc. A lot of people really want this state park feel in a private campground.
1: Well, and that's what our campground, our, when we talked about ours, that was what our campground idea was. was we <laughs> want to smash some of the things yeah. from a private campground into that state and federal park campground feel. And also the affordability of the state mm-hmm. and federal campground.
0: Uh, Echo Basin Resort in Mancos, Colorado felt very much like that yes can we talk for a second about state parks and this idea we've talked about this before but this idea that people are always talking about i need to get a i need to get a smaller rv so it fits in state parks and i state parks are the largest campsites i've ever been in all almost all of them there are a few places where they're they're smaller but virtually every state park we've been to has ginormous sites
1: it's the private campground that you need the smaller rv for i I, you know we have yet to meet a state park that for the majority of the sites could not accommodate our 38 40 42 foot rigs
0: now a lot of the places that can't are like in in mountains and canyons and stuff and in difficult places and and i get that but
1: well, and I will say too, I, for the first time looking at a state park, I, I think it was a state park in Texas dinosaur. The name is going to escape me. There's a dinosaur in it. And it was really recommended to us. They specifically on their website said, do not show up with anything over 35 feet. We will measure you and we will send you home.
0: <laughs> so,
1: you know, okay. So I was like, everyone's been recommending this park. It just got cut off our list because they're going to send me home. I mean, they said, we will measure you. <laughs> like, so
0: let's I, do, uh, let's do one more of okay. these. Stacia says, I would love a little to go coffee station in the morning and and a little beer wine to-go bar at night and near the camp store. Bring your own mug or glass.
1: Speaking my language, there... this is why I threw this on here, because I thought, I cannot believe I didn't mention this.
0: <laughs> One of the first times we camped as a family was in the Smoky Mountains in a tent uh, years ago. Oh, and yeah. we spa- we stayed at this place called Camp Le Conte, um uh, it was a private park.
1: Which I tried to get us into. Mm-mm.
0: It's still there. It was very, it was a very Nobody. nice place. The mm-hmm. owners had just taken over, and they had done a fantastic job. And their camp store was real nice, and had amazing uh, bathrooms and laundry and all that. But they had free coffee up there that you could just walk up and get every every morning, get your free coffee.
1: I don't remember that, because that was before I was a coffee
0: drinker. <laughs> that was before you were a coffee drinker. That was drinker, before people. I was an official <laughs>
1: coffee drinker. And that was before... You know, I think, let's say this today because I think this is important. It was a monumentous day at our house today because you officially said, Mommy has turned me into a coffee drinker. You said that to Henry. You said, Mommy has turned me into a coffee drinker. I can't start my day without a cup of coffee. And my heart, I hearted you so hard (laughs) in that moment. And I thought, he has finally come to my side of the world. Now I just have to get you to start making the coffee in the morning, and my master plan that's only taken 13 years will be complete.
0: Yeah, but I'd have to get up before you.
1: That's I know. that I, that never happening. That is never happening. But I do
0: think like any time that there is a restaurant, restaurant service in the campground, there's a, a, a bar that's not oh, like a yeah. rowdy type bar type place in the yes. campground. All that's always really cool. That's, again, Echo Basin, we were able to go yes. up to the to the bar restaurant and get food, which was really convenient when you're mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you're camping and, you know, you're doing it your four, four, four day weekend, say, and you're cooking every meal on the grill. And that was your plan and everything. And, you know, sometimes you just get, you get sometimes. a little overwhelmed by that. And you're like, I'm just going to go get food. And That's when you my can every just, weekend. <laughs> when you can just walk <laughs> over to that restaurant and grab it or I they know. have a big pancake breakfast and... <sighs> But and then they also had they had to have, you know, frozen margarita machine and you just mm-hmm. go up there and get a five dollar frozen margarita and take it back to your site.
1: Can we say that it was like real bar food too? Yeah. Not, you know, not like here's a bat it it wasn't like going to a grill and chill. Okay, look, Dairy Queen, don't don't do that. Stop it with the just food, st-
0: Dairy Queen. Just what stop. are you doing?
1: Just stop. <laughs> Handing me a bag of chips and a microwaved hot dog and caught like, let's not do that anymore. Um <sighs> It wasn't like that. It was like a, it was a real bar food, you know, and I would say we wouldn't go that far. I would rather that food truck idea of bringing in food trucks on the weekend. That's going to allow that to happen. But a little, a little stand that's got, you know, I would, I would like to have a little bit more than beer and wine, but I think that that, that would be fantastic.
0: All right, let's take a break on that note, and when we come back, we'll have the answer to last week's brain teaser, and we'll have our interview with Mark Kept from campgroundviews.com. Be right back. Outdoor enthusiasts of all stripes will enjoy Pelican gear on their adventures. Hard-sighted Pelican Elite coolers are all made in America and are available in a wide number of sizes. Get a 20-quart for short day trips, a 50-quart for week-long adventures, or a wheeled 45-quart to keep the fun rolling along. Pelican backs all their hard-sided coolers with a lifetime warranty, too. RV Miles listeners can get a free DayVenture Tumblr when they visit EliteCooler.com slash RVMiles and spend over $100. Electrical surge protection is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can provide for your RV, and the Power Watchdog Smart Surge Protector, made by Hughes Autoformers, beats the competition with field-replaceable surge modules. With other brands, when the surge protector takes a large surge or spike, you have to throw it away. The Power Watchdog can be brought back to life with one small, affordable part you can replace yourself. It's the last surge protector you need to buy. Use the coupon code RVMILES, all one word, for 10% off your order at HughesAutoFormers.com. That's code RVMILES for 10% off at HughesAutoFormers.com. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this larry lives in a closet every year he's allowed to come out he gets fed really well then he gets tossed in a car he gets to enjoy a crowded trip with lily lance and lola and then he has to get rid of everything he ate he's then forced to stay under the bed while the family is out enjoying themselves then he gets dragged from under the bed gets fed again then he again gets tossed in the car with lily lance and lola he gets home is forced to get rid of everything he was fed and then Larry gets stuffed in the closet for the rest of the year. What is Larry? Larry is a piece of luggage.
1: Larry is a piece of luggage. It's a suitcase. And I said it last week, and I said it, I'm going to say it again this week. This is giving me an X File episodes vibe that I really, really don't like. Probably one of the most uncomfortable <laughs> X File episodes I've ever <laughs> seen in my life that involves someone under a bed. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. And if you've seen the X Files, you know which one I'm talking about, and you know that it's not good.
0: All right. Well, All right.
1: Let's, <laughs> let's never revisit Larry the Suitcase ever again.
0: <laughs> Campgroundviews.com is a great website to head over to to check out views of campsites. It's pretty much what's in the name. Pretty you self-explanatory. Can, you can see different campsites before you book them, which, you know, would be nice if campgrounds would just do it themselves, but they don't. So... You know private companies say okay i'll do that
1: mark to the rescue
0: <laughs> so i had a great talk with mark kepp from campgroundvisa.com uh, about some new technology that they're implementing into 360 degree video tours of campgrounds it's really exciting and i think it's definitely going to be the wave of the future for campground booking eventually and they're just launching it right now and they need your help so here's my interview with Mark Kep from campgroundviews.com. Mark, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. It looks like we're both in campgrounds searching out Wi-Fi. So uh, this is a fun morning so far. <laughs> Where are you coming from this week? <laughs> we're up in the Black Hills of South Dakota. So we had uh, six inches of snow last week and now it's 73 degrees today. So, you know, beautiful spring in the Black Hills.
0: God, I love it there. It's probably one of my favorite places in the country. Last time you were on the show, you talked to us about new technology that y'all are working on over at campgroundviews.com and, uh, and now you've implemented some of that technology or you're getting close to, you're working on it it's ready to go. But let's, uh, we're going to get into that in a minute, but let's just do a quick reminder of what campgroundviews.com is and what you offer.
2: Finding a campsite sucks. It's a pain in the butt, right? You have to search all these review sites, read all these reviews and, and guess, guess, guess. And in the end, you're lucky if you got it right. Sometimes you get it right, but most of the time, you guess wrong. And the problem is, is that you can't see the campground or the campsite. So we solve that through pictures and video. We allow you to see the campground. So Campground Views has over 40,000 photographs, has over 3,000 videos, and we have over 300, 360 videos currently at campgroundviews.com that you can go use for free to find campgrounds and RV parks
0: and that's been a, a super helpful resource for us but not only because it's you know nice to help find a campground and see what the quality of that site is but sometimes you're trying to figure out will i fit in this site will i be able to you know they listed at 25 feet but i'm 30 feet maybe there's five feet of hangover in the back that sort of stuff really helped us sort of expand the the campgrounds uh and the campsites that we're able to book but you, so the, that 360 technology is really um, is really the exciting part because mm-hmm. we can go through a campground and we can look around just like on Google Street View and, and see what the campsites look like as we're sort of like strolling down the street. But now you've started working on technology that is going to allow us to book directly from that.
2: Yes, exactly. So, um, we have all these 360 videos out there. We've been playing with this technology for about three years. And the number one complaint we get from folks is, this is nice, but I wish I knew what site I was looking at. And I wish I knew if that site was even available. And so we built that technology. We now, our, our player integrates directly with the underlying booking engine. So whatever it is, recreation.gov or whatnot, it under, it integrates with that we're able to pull in that data about those sites. And so as you're touring the park, there'll be green and red icons that show you which sites are available for the dates you picked. And then you can actually click on that green or red icon, get more information on that site. And if it's available, click to book that site. And it'll take you directly into the recreation.gov booking process to complete that booking. So it's really, you know, it's, it's like driving through a campground and seeing the sites. But then the addition of you can actually click and book that site, it's pretty much a game changer in this in this entire experience because you now can see and book
0: you used to have to go through the 360 tour and then you'd have to like back out to see, try to figure out is that, is that the site I'm looking at? Is that available? You go look at the map and then you go look at their availability. You don't even know the site number when you're looking Mm -hmm. at one, but now even just the fact that you can see the site number without knowing whether you can book it is a big deal. So the, the great thing I think about what you're doing is, is the fact that you're, you're independent and that helps sometimes grease the skids to bring acceptance uh, into technology <laughs> like this. Because sometimes, you know, somebody comes up with a proprietary thing and it's only available for their campground reservation software or whatever their their yep. do majig is. So but you uh, you're opening this up as anything as something that any campground software can integrate with.
2: Yeah. So we're not we're not developing a booking engine. And um, there's a whole there's a whole war, and you know all of those campers. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes in the industry, but there's a little war between all those booking engines trying to get those campgrounds to use them. It's a very competitive industry. We're just trying to solve the problem for campers, right? You know, we all we want the solution. We want Google Street View you know, to go to the campgrounds, and they won't. So we did, and 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 now now the question is is how do we how do we integrate? And so that's the real trick in this is. There's money to be made here and so because anywhere there's money to be made you get competitive forces going after that money right and so we've developed our model to where it doesn't cost the campground or the booking engine anything to integrate with us we just want the data and then the campers that want to use this there'll be a membership fee to use that so the folks that are getting the most value us will pay a small membership fee to access this. so think of it as good sam on steroids so what's what's the integration timeline looking like so we have already captured all of the recreation.gov properties in Arizona, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Nevada. So the Mountain West region. This summer, we're going to capture all of the remaining recreation.gov properties, assuming we get the support from the community to make this happen. Uh, we are Our tech guy has built the player, and we are now in the process of pre-selling the memberships at massive discounts so that we can get the capital we need to take those videos that we have. And put them in the player it's a little bit of a labor intensive process and so we need that money to make that that leap so we're basically offering a massive discount on the membership plans plus doing a little rally in the fall so people can sign up for that and come hang out with us as we celebrate this new technology
0: well let's jump right into that what what are you what are you looking for from folks and how much is it going to cost uh in the end and and how can they support you
2: what we have right now is you can sign up for six months access for 25 bucks a year for 50 bucks and a lifetime access is 250. So lifetime's good for as long as we run the show. The more fun piece of it is we're also going to be doing a camp rally in the fall. And that's 500 bucks. If you want to come hang out with us, plus get lifetime access, plus kind of really help us make this technology happen. Check out that rally. It should be a lot of fun. Awesome. And uh, where
0: can they find all that information?
2: Campgroundviews.com. Right on the homepage there, we've got a link uh to everything or up on the top right you'll see support the site there's more information there we ask folks to check it out at a minimum um sign up even if you don't do anything just sign up for free and we'll keep you in the loop on what's going on but if you really think this is next generation stuff and we do think it's next generation stuff um support us so we can actually make this happen as you noted we are not tied to anybody i'm an RVer. i've been a full-time RVer for 12 years. We have built this thing through the hard work and sweat that we've created, and that's it. There's no big backers. There's no investors backing us. This is just us making it happen. So if you believe in that type of thing, we'd love your support. If
0: folks aren't ready to, to
2: you know sign on for a
0: paid subscription sort of thing, what's what's the future of the site looking like in terms of is there
2: going to be free access to some stuff? yeah exactly so um, there be there'll be different levels. Um, the trick it, it, actually if, if we we'll go in inside baseball here on how this works we're self-funded we need to figure out some sort of revenue model that works. There's two that work. One, we get some big uh, backer you know some big corporation that wants to sell RVs to people who makes it free for everybody. they sponsor it and it's provided by them right That's number one so if you're any of your viewers of those folks, you can have millions of campers using your tool. Number two, if we don't get that, then folks will have to pay a membership fee. And the way we're going to break those out is based upon your usage habits. So remember, we're starting out with recreation.gov. So we'll allow access for a week, a month, a year, or a lifetime. And the weekly access would be 5 bucks. So worst case scenario, you want to use the technology, pay 5 bucks, and you can go visit as many campgrounds as you want during that one-week access. Awesome. Well,
0: we'll put links uh, to campgroundviews.com and your social media and all that sort of stuff in the description in the show notes uh, for this episode. But... I want to get your take a little bit, uh, since you are a really an expert in the campground industry and really follow these trends closely on, on where we're at right now with, with camping, with the massive number of people, you know, I keep, we all keep saying there's a massive number of people doing this now. And I think that's part of it, but I think the, the bigger part is that all of us that were doing it are doing it more. And uh, and more more people are spending more time in campgrounds that already had RVs. What what is your take on what we're looking like for the next year in terms of <laughs> campground availability and uh, and all the
2: challenges that folks are are facing booking campgrounds right now? Twenty twenty one will be the year of camping. We run a Facebook group for RV park owners. Our goal is to make camping better. And we're doing that by helping educate the industry and how to serve all of us. So we run a Facebook group for park owners. These are 2,000 campground and RV park owners across the US. Just did a survey of them. Their advanced bookings for this year, as of right now, are up 80% over normal. So now if you go back a year, this was COVID, right? But over normal, they're up 80%. There's a few locations that are already sold out every weekend through the summer, Right now, and so this will be peak camping. And so, all of us folks who have camped traditionally, or maybe even your, your viewers who are new to this, you're going to have to get creative in how you find campgrounds and go outside the box. And that's why we're bringing this technology to spear because it goes back to what how I led off here. Finding a campsite sucks, you know. And so, if you don't know where you're going, where are you going? Where am I going to stay? And so, that's the problem we're working to solve is by giving you more information, that visual information. We hope that you'll be able to find. Better campground. So if you're looking at this camping season, if you haven't made your advanced reservations already, it's going to be a little bit tough. You may get cancellations and, and whatnot like normal, but there will be a record number of campers. And, and the key thing about this record number of campers is a large portion of them are new campers. They don't know the etiquette. They don't know the behaviors. And so it, it behooves all of us who are traditional campers to befriend these people and kind of bring them along for the ride. It's actually th- the big problem in the outdoor space. So it's not it's not unique to camping. It's actually going across camping, outdoors related stuff. So off-roading, hiking, biking, motorcycles. All of these outdoor pursuits are seeing record numbers of people. And it it really relies upon all of us traditional campers to bring these folks up to speed rapidly. Otherwise, there's gonna be a lot of resource damage and overall damage to our industry as a whole by the folks who just don't know any better. And I keep trying to tell people
0: too that this is this is not all disappearing as soon as the vaccines are heavily rolled out. The people are people are stuck on this. And
2: I, I think we were heading here without we were. COVID. It, we this were. has just been a fast forward. Yeah. Well it's it's what we're doing right now. So both you and I are are nomadic entrepreneurs, right? We're working virtually from from our RVs and traveling. Because the house and the office are no longer necessary to build enterprises. As long as you have a connection, you can do that. And COVID f- forced, I mean, it forced everybody to discover, wow, I can use Zoom and I could be as productive anywhere in the world. And so then that opens up those conversations of where do we want to be in the world. And as as your family knows, as our family knows, there's there's not much of a better, there's not much better out there other than getting in an R V and going and experiencing all these places.
0: And you can build cool businesses like campgroundviews.com from the road, and uh, it really is a great site, and whether I would encourage everybody to go check it out and, and see what you can access there, and then you know decide whether or not you want to support the site and support the advancing technology. I think it's really easy to see where it's going from there, and you've got some great videos uh explaining how the the technology is is going to work and uh yeah i'm, I'm really excited for it to be fully implemented and you know recreation.gov is 90 of the campsites we stay at so once you get that all built out it's going to be a real like you said a game
2: changer uh, if you've ever been to prescott arizona there's yes. a campground there's a campground called lynx campground very popular campground pretty soon we'll have a demonstration up using that campground so you'll be able to virtually tour that campground and see our technology
0: Excellent. Send it to me as soon as you have it, and I'll share it around. (laughs) Mark, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Uh, This has been great, and it's always
2: great to see your face. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: RV Repair Club is an online resource for those who want quality maintenance, repair, and upgrade information. Sign up for premium membership with an exclusive offer for RV Miles listeners to get a full year premium membership for only $3. That's 96% off the normal price. Visit go.rvrepairclub.com slash rvmiles to sign up. You'll get access to hundreds of full-length instructional videos from RV experts. Sign up for RV Repair Club Premium Membership now for just $3 for the entire year at go.rvrepairclub.com slash rvmiles. And we'll link to it in the show notes and description for this episode. It's time to check the level of our tanks. Abby, what is in your black tank this week?
1: Uh, My black tank goes to pollen. Which, as time has gone by, if you're watching this, you've probably seen everything just slowly <laughs> just start to turn yellow.
0: Leaving the blackstone out is not a good idea in, in this kind of pollen. And the we have a new bed cover on the back of our truck. Oh, my and goodness. And it, it it was black. It is now green.
1: It, yeah. It's so bad. In fact, we thought, oh, because we had rain come in. And if anyone who's been following this week you know, knows that we got stuck in Alabama with those incredibly awful thunderstorms, tornado-producing thunderstorms that came through in that squall line. And so before it officially hit, when it was just rain, we thought, we're going to leave our chairs out because they're covered in pollen. We're going to let them get wet and kind of get rinsed off. That was not a good idea. So it's
0: just like plastered it it to
1: Yeah, it just turned it to a paste, which attached itself even more to everything. (laughs) I mean, I'm sitting here trying to drink my bourbon and cream and coffee because I'm a professional and every like my cup keeps getting covered in pollen and I'm just I just have to keep wiping it off I this is so gross and everyone's sneezing yeah maybe that's why I don't feel so well today I don't know so Uh. a black tank pollen
0: all right, what's in your fresh tank?
1: So my fresh tank, going back to our week of uh, Stormageddon that we had going on here, so we opted on Wednesday when those thunderstorms were coming in to leave Ranger Gandalf the second here, working title, here at the campground and to go to a hotel. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at a Drury Inn and Suites in Montgomery. And they gave us these happy hour coupons. That were for three free drinks each, up to three. So, of course, we're going to take all three. Yeah. So, we went down to happy hour, and I'm not talking just, like, beer or wine. They had that. but We're talking, I mean, well-level, but we're still talking alcoholic drinks. So, tequila sunrise, gin and tonic, vodka soda, had them all, and we would just get our drink take it back up to our room, set it on the dresser, go back downstairs, get another drink, bring it upstairs. And we were like, well, we're not going to finish, it. You know, we're not going to drink these all. Like we're not going to slam them so that we can get these within the hour time frame. But we'll just take it back up to the room because we didn't want to stay down there anyway because it was busy and we didn't want to leave the kids, obviously, upstairs while mommy and daddy were drinking at the bar. So we just got our three free drinks. But I, I thought, this is, This is fantastic. Yeah. More, more people should do this. And you know what? Our campground, our campground will have drink coupons. Okay. (laughs) Drink coupons. You can use, you get however many nights you're staying. If we just have the bar on the weekends, you get three and you can use them all one night or you can use them one each night. You can do it however you want to do it. But our campground will have drink coupons because that night was stressful. And we were wondering whether or not we would have an R V to come home to. And this, you know that, that's a
0: little far. I was not wondering if we would have an R V uh, to go home. I was far. there. Was I was. No,
1: no, Jason, <laughs> don't don't do that. I mean, there were literally tornadoes sure. just northwest of us. There are and there were some campgrounds that unfortunately individuals lost their homes and did not come out okay on this. So You know, I I'm glad that you weren't as worried as I was. Well, I was
0: watching where the you know where was happening.
1: Well, by nine o'clock, we we had a pretty good sense that it was the storm was starting to break up and it wasn't going to be as intense as you know it had for us anyway in Montgomery. We Um, haven't
0: had to do that many times, but we have a few times left our trailer just for safety's sake uh you know we could have obviously we could have gone to the bathhouse here as a storm shelter if need be something like that but you know as full-timers i think you've just plan on doing that a few times a year yeah i just Uh, have a reserve
1: i here's the reason though why and this actually happened to us when we were here in the south the last time when last time we were in biloxi we had to go to a hotel because What really pushes us towards the hotel, what pushes me towards the hotel is if the storm is coming in overnight. And so that this particular instance, that squall line was going to come through, which is just this straight line of storms was going to go right across the state with tornado producing cells inside of it, wind gusts up to 70 miles per hour, potential, um, I think they were saying golf size hail. And when that's going to come through between the hours of 10 p.m. and 4 a.m., I think that there's an added level of threat, especially if you're living in an RV, that's a little bit different during the day, okay? It's easier to accidentally fall asleep, to find yourself in a dangerous situation. And so I felt for the safety for us, and you agreed too, and for the safety of the kids and also for the peace of mind for our children, that it would be better to be in a hotel And not to be like a good luck ranger, but, you know, just to be like, we'll see you in the morning trailer. (laughs) You know, peace. We're out. So thankfully, though, we came home and everything was okay. Jason, what is in your black tank this week?
0: My black tank is storage underneath the dinette in our trailer. (laughs) I am so over. And it's just not a, you know, it's not the fault of this trailer or anything. They're all the same. But you know, if you're if you're new to this, and you go and look at RVs, and you you look at a dinette, and you see oh, all that storage underneath, like we did, don't ever plan on using that storage for things that you need to regularly get to. It is such a pain to get into that storage every single
1: day. We keep all of our podcast and filming equipment under one of our seats. So oh. it does require on an almost daily basis for Jason to get in there it requires you
0: move three cushions yes. out of the way somewhere and in, in a small aisle with five people in the house and then you have to pull up a piece of plywood and you look at those and you don't think oh that plywood oh I can just lift that up and on... stuff no it's <laughs> no. just a piece of plywood with a hole in it so you kind of like first of all my finger doesn't fit in the hole
1: and then you <laughs> it just doesn't
0: it's just a piece of plywood there's no hinge or anything like Uh, that um so when you're looking when you're looking at rvs to buy really think really you don't just like be like oh that's all storage underneath great really open it up and use it like try it out and make sure that it's the the stuff that you you would put in there that you would want to you know then have to get
1: out your level of melting down on something like this is so very different than my level of melting down on things inside the trailer. <laughs> Your level of melting down today was I'm just counting the days down till I have to, just don't have to do this again. <laughs> my level of melting down yesterday was like, I'm so sick and tired of having to make these beds and I'm so tired of trying to navigate everything and this trailer is driving me nuts. And it was like this morning I thought, man gosh, he's, uh, he's so much chiller than I <laughs> on these things and then these are very first world problems to have because boy aren't we even lucky to have you know a trailer yeah. to call our own and to be able to do this but at some point you start to the things that you thought i'm not going to be bothered by this it's no big deal that we're going to get into you this all the time
0: absolutely will
1: you get to around month 21 or 22 of it, and you're like, oh, I'm bothered by this now. Or, or two or three. <laughs> well, I I lasted till 21 months until I just lost it on our bed last night. And I was like, this bed, trying to make it with, it butted up against the doors and butted up against the wall and trying to get around on both sides, which are barely walkable. And I thought, this is... This is ridiculous. Part of it's
0: just living small.
1: Part of it is just living small. And again, we're fortunate to be able to do it. But I think sometimes you just have to acknowledge the little things that are just great at you. you know, So that when the big things come around, you don't have that big of a reaction. Yes. What is your fresh tank?
0: My fresh tank is camping.
1: (laughs) As we just literally were like.
0: Yes. But here's the thing. All of that we just said, compare that with going... And I love going to hotels, actually. I really love going to hotels. But going to that hotel for one night during a pandemic and all the people and dealing with all of that. I mean, yeah, the shower was real nice.
1: Ooh, it was so... That was unlimited hot water.
0: But gosh, it really made me realize how much I love the fact that we just live in campgrounds and we have our home in the outdoors we have uh we have this beautiful nice campsite right now is our living room essentially Mm -hmm. and that is just a wonderful thing that that you can't do traveling any other way
1: we've really become homebodies in this last year i think more than we have ever been and i have always i mean more so than you I mean, give me a hotel stay and I am like, "Mm mm-hmm. They're gonna come clean the room. There's gonna be room service. You know, everything. And you know, Thursday morning I was like, I cannot wait to go home. Yeah. This is not how I remember it. There's always the thing too
0: with five kids though. Like it's always five
1: kids. I'm sorry. Well, with five, with a family, well, a family you got,
0: of five, a you family got something of five, we
1: need to talk about with three
0: kids, a family of five in in two queen beds. Like that's always an issue in a hotel room. It's like, yeah, do you get okay. a hide a bed? Henry likes to sleep in bed with us every now and then. Anyway, and so he and... was
1: in our bed in this hotel room, and he last night said to me, "That was the best sleep of my life."
0: And we're both thinking, "That uh, was the worst sleep." What? Of my life.
1: <laughs> and he. I was like, oh, I'm really glad that you were, you know, as we made the letter H with you last night, that you were sleeping yeah, so well. He doesn't
0: sleep straight. He, no, he likes to not. turn around oh. and sleep sideways. And...
1: But it was, I could not wait to get home. I was just glad to be in my own space and, and have everything I needed because it, it, that's just where we're at now in life. It's just easier. All
0: right. Let's wrap this episode up with a brain teaser, shall we?
1: Yes, we shall. I picked this one. Just let's throw that out there before we get to it.
0: (laughs) Saturday and Sunday, I am big. Tuesday and Thursday, I am small. Monday and Friday, I'm non-existent. What am I? This is a good one i like
1: Uh, this yes i thought it was really good when i came across it
0: we'll have the answer to that and a whole lot more on next week's episode of the rv miles podcast
1: yes we will and if you are enjoying rv miles would you please do us a favor and head over to apple podcasts and leave us a five-star review there have been over 750 of you who have done it so far and that is awesome please help us reach 800 it takes just 30 seconds RV Miles is also all across social media. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. And of course, the best way to connect with Jason and I is in the RV Miles Facebook group. We hope you'll come over. We hope you'll join. As a reminder, the 2021 RV and camping gear guide is officially out, and we have some of our favorite things for this camping season. If you want to see what we talk about, head over to our Amazon store. We have put all of our past camping gear guide items on our Amazon store. You can find it at amazon.com shop slash RV miles. And until next week, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Be well, be safe. Please keep wearing your mask and keep vlogging those RV miles.
0: Bye, everyone.